Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by the Natural Habitat Podcast, So You Think the X Factors Got Talent Talent Show. Whoa. Yeah, that's a long fucking name, and I regret making it every single day. <laughs> Longest uh, name ever. <laughs> I can't even abbreviate it because it gets like, abbreviated because it gets too, gets too confusing, but it is a talent show of sorts that we are calling out to all of our listeners to go and join and win some fresh shit from our sponsors. Uh, you get a um, little something from these people, a little something from those people, something from us, as well as a mystery item. So nice. uh, you could go to naturalhabitatpodcast.com slash news slash talent show and figure out all the details and enter there. And, uh, you know, it's not just like the most beautiful voice is going to win. Like we want some like... We want the most creative person. We want somebody that thinks outside the box. Everybody has something they could do. So we're taking uh, we're taking entries for another two weeks. So get them in. Lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> yep, lots of them. Joey's a little slow today. We'll get yeah. through it. Don't worry about it. Uh, we've been we've yeah. been sitting around taking dabs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more dabs more dabs we're gonna take some more dabs while we play this theme song and today is thursday and we're getting in this time machine it's been a while dab du dusting it off what's the mat what's today's magic word dab dab the natural podcast The natural dabacast dabcast. Yo, hello everybody. Welcome to the natural dabacat hab dadcast. My name is Mikey Boya. Castery. Abracadabracast. My name is Woodstock. <laughs> My name is you know, Woodstock, the, the little guy from the, from the Peanuts. Bird. Yeah, from yeah. Peanuts. Uh, That's me. Was there one of him, or was there like a lot of them? Or then the main I one was named like, once with the I main think one. One Woodstock, and then like a bunch of other like ones. Jerry's and shit like that. Yeah, Pats and Nats. Pats and Nats and Jerry's and whatnot. Uh, so. Um, Today is a special day, but before we get into this time machine and talk about what we're doing, uh, I have a story. Something happened to me. Uh, I was driving around on my way uh, on my way to the studio today, just driving around. You know what I mean? Hi, and uh, I drove by. I drove by this homeless guy a couple times, and I was, uh, you know, went to the store, drove by him on my way back, drove by him again on my way out to the studio, drove by him a third time, and all three times when I drove by. He did this thing that was like, he held like one hand out. He was super dirty, like by the way, like the dirtiest homeless man you've ever seen. And he fucking holds his hand out. He's stumbling, a little bit drunk, early in the morning. And he's doing this like, sing like some sort of signal where he's like putting his hand into his other <laughs> hand. And it's kind of like pay me. It's kind of like money. Like do you have money, but not really. And it's almost like if he would have pushed his hand into his mouth, it would have been like, feed me, like, give me food. But yeah. it wasn't that at all. And 
uh, all three times I drove by him, he did it to me and every other car that drove by. And it makes me think that we should have some sort of like, we should just print out flyers, us people that have money and homes and printers, print out flyers <clears throat> that uh, have like a code of hand signals, much like baseball, where, you know, you, you throw out <laughs> a certain thing and then people know what's coming. So that way we know what these certain gestures and codes mean. Because I would have loved to help him out, you know, toss him a cheeseburger. Uh, but you didn't have the Rosetta Stone of fucking... Yeah, I had no idea what he was saying and I didn't want to pull over to find out. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I feel you. So I think that uh, something should be done in that area and the homeless are neglected in a lot of ways. One of the major ways is hand signals. They're just not properly taught. Because everybody else, you know, you watch TV, you learn the new signals, you learn all this stuff in popular culture and you don't realize that if you're not tuned in to TV and media and everybody else, then you don't get these references and you don't know how to shovel food in your mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just look like you're just trying to, you know, uh, I don't even know what it, I couldn't imagine what he wanted. It was a Tyrannosaurus arm. <laughs> and he was, what was he doing uh, with it? Raking the gravel. <laughs> raking the gravel. See, it doesn't make any fucking sense at all. And I'm like, no thanks, bro. I'm good. I don't want to rake gravel with you. You know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, I wonder what that really means. So I, I say we work on it. Right now, we say uh, it's real easy. You do the two, like a peace sign up to your mouth if you want a cigarette. Right? Be like, hey, man, let me get a cigarette. That's easy. If you want money, then you go like this. You do the X-Pac, you know, like the suck it, like that kind of where you cross your arms and do the suck it over your dick. <laughs> That means give me some money if you have any spare change or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then if you need food, what you do is you do like a, like that old school thing where you're like swimming, like the dancing, like the 60s, oh, yeah. 70s dancing. And then yeah. you hold your nose yeah. and then you go down. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go down and then do the one hand up and be like, whoa, I'm yeah. swimming. It's crazy. And then people know that you're hungry because... Yeah. Because you haven't I like eaten. Because, you know, you haven't eaten in a while because you're swimming. And these are all good moves. And, like, you know, it's like... It's exercise? It, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Do you have any? Do you have? Do you, do you want to throw one more on there? No. Nah, one more move? Nah. Let's say uh, if you need, um, if you need, like, a ride somewhere, stick your thumb out. You know what and I mean? I don't even think that works anymore like for any people yeah they they had a commercial recently and it was like, like uh, and it was like pick up a hitchhiker and then find out why people don't pick up hitchhikers anymore yeah, it's like why not like, that shit's just lost in translation you know it's yeah. a new new uh new era new generation nowadays it's just fucking everybody's you know, automatically a, your doors automatically lock when you fucking put your car into drive it locks you yeah. in so you're safe and nobody can get in or like if you need a ride you know, there's an app that sticks a thumb out for you, so you don't have to. You know, it's like yeah, there's Uber, like a Uber or Lyft or whatever. There's like a phone on your screen. I mean, a phone on your screen. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Holy shit! That's a new one. That's the first like time. That. That's the first time I've ever said anything on this show that didn't make sense. First time. Holy shit! Yep. First almost. Time. I almost made it. Almost made it to 200 Damn. episodes. Damn it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so today, hand, today we, uh, they all know where we're going. Put the heart over your hand, because we're going to a beautiful place, and that place is 
the summer of 69. Oh. Who sings that song, by the way? You do. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're right. I do. Hell yeah. That's the fucking booyah hit. Mm-hmm. So uh, I say that um, I say that there's no better time than now to head to our destination, which is Woodstock in 1969. I want to say it's the very first Woodstock. Uh, I that's what I'm finding. I wasn't alive then, so yeah, yeah, it's gotta be. It was also huge. There was fucking half a million people there. Actually, half a million and two, because we're about to head there right now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's hop in this time machine, dust it off, make sure, uh, yep. <laughs> Pat Nott said that they oiled it, so we should be all right. Pat Sajak. Oh. All right, let's see if we made it. Open the door. Yeah, I think we made it. We're here. Hell yeah. Oh shit, son. I wonder if That's Pat I wonder if Pat and Nat if Pat is Pat Sajak. It could be. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's a crazy possibility. I never really made that connection before. It's weird that they uh, have been working on the time machine and now it's his Pat Sajak every time. But yeah. I don't know. I can't even think about that right now because look at this, man. Look at how many people are here. Yeah, you know, I was really looking forward to like that first smell, like always when we come out of the fucking yep. time machine, and now I instantly regret it. <laughs> it is very Holy shit, Jay. It smells like fucking dirty hippies everywhere. It's a it very like thick fucking smell. Shit, it smells like must from bo and patchouli and fucking nog champa and shit everywhere. Hey, look, hippies, just because you burn some smoke doesn't mean it covers up your stank. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Take a fucking bath. For real. It's true. We came back here to yell at you. Get in the damn bath. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, man? You should have had this shit out of river. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all could have bathed in it. So, uh... <laughs> it could have been a fucking mass hippie baptism. It's bad. I heard that, uh... Yeah, why aren't people bathing? It There is no river around here. I don't see one at all. <laughs> a baptism. We're just in the farmland. Yeah. Here, let's get away from the sound system. Hey, even though Janis Joplin, Janice, she's though. she's killing it. Yeah. Ooh, Yeah. That's crazy. She's about to die soon. <laughs> she came back just in time. Shh, don't Can't tell spoil her. it, bro. It's the no, fucking no spoilies. It's the fucking fold, man. Can't oh, yeah. hear the fold, bro. I don't want anyone around us to hear. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so one thing that I did find out that uh that shows now that we're here is that uh they they agreed to do this festival on a small piece of land with 50,000 people half a million people showed up <coughs> and it just became this giant uh festival of unity and love and music and it was actually called uh it had some fancy name an aquarian exposition 3 days of peace and music Let's, uh, can we, can we get a, oh, there it is right there. $18 for tickets. For tickets? Do, yeah. We got, yeah. we have to buy tickets? I'm pretty sure we just zapped ourselves right in. 
It, yeah, well, we didn't, but that's what people had to pay for tickets. You trying to say it was eighteen dollars? Yeah, eighteen yeah, for a three day festival. It's not bad. <laughs> um, when we went to the gathering, it was like one hundred and fifty bucks a person. So if you do any music festival today, it's going to be huge. So that's not bad. Eighteen bucks a person. I'll pay it. Will they take money that was made after the year that I'm in? What if we were to just go, go and give someone a $20 bill from 2009? Would that fuck shit up? These people made $9 million. Just off of throwing this festival? Yeah. Yeah, we were, uh, we were reading about it, and what it is is that it was four, it was four people. One of them was a hippie, kind of. And the other three were just businessmen. And they decided to put on this festival and take advantage of the movement that was happening at the time. It was the end of the 60s. Uh, you know, fucking the Vietnam War was going on. There was a lot of like hippie movement, peace. There was protests all over the country and shit. So they decided to take all these people that were at these protests that were just wandering around and, you know, fucking doing whatever in their hippie life and uh get them all in one place for a giant music festival and use it as a cash grab just to get money you know what i mean they did it all for money it wasn't for well, it wasn't for the cause or for let's the see this how much did it fucking cost for each band 32 bands yeah at what price a piece you know like those bands had to get paid so like yeah janice well, joplin was paid uh 7500 bucks and that's just okay. that's just Janis Joplin. That's okay. not a so the lineup. Let's see. I got there's fucking flyers everywhere. Let's just pick one of these flyers up. It looks like uh, it looks like day one we missed. Uh, Richie Havens he uh, opened it up, and I actually heard that the opener didn't show up in time. There was a bunch of traffic issues because everybody was trying to get into this place. They had to helicopter people in. And fucking uh, like artists and shit. So Richie Havens was there, and the opener wasn't there. So they talked him into going on Friday at like five o'clock in the afternoon. And he went on and played. And this is a quote from him: He played every song that he knows. He did like multiple encores, trying to buy time. The whole festival ran behind schedule, so we can't really go off of this. Uh this thing because it says Janis Joplin is playing yesterday but we we came back to August 17th and Janis Joplin's on right now so you know it's all fucked up their schedule was not planned out very well they had a lot of big big groups Credence Clearwater Revival um The Who Jefferson Airplane Crosby Stills and Nash Jimi Hendrix closing it out uh, these are just, you know, Santana, Grateful Dead. These are just bands that jump out to me. You know what I mean? Okay, well, check this out. Let's say, let's say if Janis Joplin was one of the top bills. She wasn't. She got. I mean, she was? she was, but I mean, she didn't headline that night. She was still five away from headlining. She was right in between Creedence Clearwater and Sly and the Family Stone, which is a good, a good slot. You know what I mean? But she was still. Do you think they got more money than her? Sly and the Family Stone? Probably. And I, I bet the Who did and Jefferson Airplane, who both played the same night as her. I don't know if we can find it out. Let's see. 
how much Jefferson Airplane made at Woodstock in 69. Uh, you talk while I Google it. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it's going to be much more than fucking... Okay, well, look, here... Let's say... I'm going to say, like, 10K, right? Why would he have got more than 10K in the fucking 1969? That's big money. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, she got fucking seven grand. If she got seven grand... Let's see. Music Here's a whole page full of musicians' earnings at Woodstock. Revealed. What does it say? Uh, let's see. This is from Top highest eight. from highest to lowest. We got Jimi Hendrix was paid eighteen grand. That's why he didn't care that he went on twelve hours late. He showed up at noon on Sunday and didn't go on until nine a.m. on Monday. So he got paid eighteen grand. Blood, Sweat, and Tears, 15 grand. Creedence Clearwater, 10 grand. And they went on before Janis Joplin. Then Janis Joplin, 7,500. Same as Jefferson Airplane. Sly and the Family Stone, 7 grand. So it starts going down from there. A lot of people, the Who got paid good, 6 grand. The rest are all kind of like 3, 4, 1,000. Okay, so I'm gonna say Santana <clears throat> got paid. Santana got paid seven hundred dollars. I'm gonna say the average would be like seven grand then. Yeah. Okay. Seven grand times thirty-two artists is two hundred forty-two thousand dollars <laughs> to pay for the artists. Mm -hmm. And the show and the show still made nine yeah. million dollars. So <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> not even like that's that's crazy. These guys money. killed it, bro. This is this is business one hundred and one right here. And these yeah. guys schooled the world. People still don't do shit like this. That's how you do it, man. That's the fucking. That's how you do it. It's the dopest move. I'm not even yeah, mad make, at them. Make it fucking rain, hippies. Yep, and they made history. You know what I mean? Like Woodstock '69 goes down in history. It's why we're talking about it right now. It's fucking 2016, and we're talking about so Woodstock good. in 1969, this thing that these guys Think did about on a whim to make money. What's inflation from, like, 1970 to 2016? Well, here, it's, it says it right here that uh, Jimi Hendrix, for example, was paid $18,000, which in 2015 would have been $112,000. Holy fuck. So they made money. That's what I mean. Nine million back then was like a hundred million mm -hmm. or some shit, you know? <laughs> like maybe not that dramatic, but pretty fucking dramatic, you know? Like Yeah, and then now in uh in two thousand sixteen, Justin Timberlake charges a million dollars. For a show? Yeah, for a show. Yeah, a lot of people do, man. It's crazy. Think about like a think about a Beyonce or a Jay Z or somebody selling out stadiums. Probably not a Jay Z, but a Beyonce for sure, an Eminem for sure, a Rihanna for sure. Yeah, you know, like these people sell out stadiums. And that brings me to one of my favorite behind the scenes uh, facts about you know artists selling out stadiums. When you get this big to where you can charge a million dollars for a show, there's a sold out crowd. They're gonna have to refund tickets if you don't go on. So you can do whatever you want. What would be on your rider? Because I've heard some ridiculous shit on people's riders. Like, I know that Mariah Carey, for example, has to have rose petals inside of her toilet bowl in her dressing room. 
Like there has to be rose petals in her toilet bowl in the water, floating in the water. And then it's a small price. And that's like that's one of the tiny things. That's one of the mm-hmm. things that just jumped out. And then like a lot of people want fancy shit, fancy champagne, all these like different foods and shit. And some people like weird shit. Some people like all red M&Ms. Some people, you know, want a certain type of water that they have to get fucking shipped in from Switzerland that they don't sell they just, anywhere in the they United States. They just do it to fuck with the promoters yeah. to make sure that, you know. It's like an ego thing to way. be like, they'll fucking do whatever the fuck I want. That's good, though, because, you know, they. that's part of it. That's part of the thing. You know, if they can't do their job, shouldn't be fucking yeah. trying to get people of that caliber you know what i mean like you can't yeah it gets crazy there was like there was one that i read i forget who it was but it's like some fucking famous rapper and he wants like it was like uh like 15 dozen spicy barbecue wings or spicy chicken wings and then then 15 dozen barbecue chicken wings and then I want 15 dozen breaded wings. I also would like some mozzarella sticks, about 100 mozzarella sticks. And then, like, him and his whole crew would fucking just mack down on all this shit. And it was, like, just in that, and it didn't end. The list just went forever of just all kinds of shit. And you get that on top of the money that you're getting paid. Or does that, yeah, come, or does that, or does that come out of your, your money that you're getting paid for the night? Oh, for sure. So if you just if your rider's out of control, you could walk out with like forty bucks and be like, "Well, at least I fuck. At least I lived it up." Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that has something to do with it. But you know, if you're selling out an arena, that's not even gonna be a piece. Yep. Whatever you put in that motherfucker, you can have a you can have a diamond encrusted room <laughs> and still not even be a portion of some of the money. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like the amount. Just like think about this. At a show today, people are paying like $70, $70 $80 for a ticket, $100 for a ticket to go see um, Beyonce or Eminem or somebody like that, right? Yeah. And they're selling out a stadium of fucking 30,000, 40,000 people. We're not doing, doing math. math. We're not do doing math. math. We are not you know? doing math. <laughs> it's too much money. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> motherfuckers are paid. It we don't do math here. And, and I'm sure that it's split between like, you know, I think they got a lot of costs involved too. They have to build these crazy stages and they have to have like their own security. They have to have roadies that build the stages and shit. They got, and they're like, paying for like a fucking know, promotional campaign and all this shit. Yeah. Gas for all the vehicles, insurance, fucking yada, yada, you know, like. So they're paying a lot of fucking money just to do the shows, but they're, they're paid. Super yep. paid. So, uh, oops. Forget that. I'm gonna edit that oops out. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> um, what do you say we get high? I feel like we. Yeah. Have, I feel like we haven't smoked yet. Is that true? I, I feel like. Um, Is it there's true? There's a song coming up right now. Oh, I see. Someone's taking the stage. Let's go over there and check it out. Let's find out who. Let's find <laughs> out what's right, going man. on. All right, man. We're gonna go see what's happening. <laughs> Oh, yep, that's the song. All right. Hell yeah. I love these guys. Uh, everybody out there, flick your bicks, snap your pics, hashtag them NHP Smoke Sesh, and um, feel free to smoke Enhance. with us. Enhance. 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 
my bags, if you please, Mr. Customs Man. <laughs> Guy with the ticket to Mexico. Is this Boston Joe? Oh, it couldn't look much stranger. Walking in a hall with his things and all. Smiling said it was a long ranger. Coming into Los Angeles. Bringing in a couple of keys. Don't touch my bags if you please, Mr. Customs Man. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Don't touch my bags, Mr. Custom Man. A lot of freaks. A lot of woo. A lot of freaks. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <coughs> I say uh, we go do the Christian thing and mingle. Yeah. Go walk around and see if we can find someone to talk to. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, let's see. See, uh, see what kind of fucking freaks we can we can run into out here. <coughs> yeah, let's try. Kind of hip, what kind of hip damn dibbity hip hop to the hibbities we find out here? <laughs> kind of hip hop's going on over here, y'all. Uh, let's see. Here's a here's here's a young girl right here that's uh, kind of sitting oh. a little bit. Ma'am, can we talk to you real fast? We got some questions. You ever heard of hip hop? We got some questions. <laughs> uh, I know that we look strange, but we totally are here just like you fitting in. Uh, what are some things that you've seen at this festival? Like, wow, you wouldn't believe some of the kids have come in here. Yeah? Really? They're really spaced out. <laughs> Last night, this cat, this cat comes in and he goes on. Yeah. If anger is red and envy is green, what color is jealousy? Yeah. I'm going to say purple. I mean, like, he's really spaced out. And, like, you just don't go around fucking people's heads up when they're spaced out. So I go, like, uh, black, right? Because jealousy is poison. It goes... Yeah, but it's gotta be. He goes, yeah, but it's gotta be something else than that. And I go green because after all, jealousy is like envy, right? Except that envy is over things and jealousy over people. And a lot of people treat other people as you know things. Okay. He goes, wow, groovy, and he walks off. And like I never saw the cat. Another cat comes up and he asks me to tell him about his wild eyes. Um, wild eyes. Did he have wild eyes? Yeah, he was speeding. It's really groovy. Like all the people that come up here asking, you know, for the if we can page their freaked out friends. I mean, like right now, I'm missing my sister. Like I lost her. She was on um, mess. I think you're freaking out. On mess. Like I lost her during Richie Haven's performance. Yeah, she was on mess. I don't. And like you know, like I got her tickets home. Like I haven't seen her since. You know. Maybe she flew too. She is. It's just that I'd like to see her, you know, so I can get home in time, because, like, she's got to be back Monday for court. <laughs> she, you're right. She's got to be back Monday for court? I don't know if she's going to make it. Otherwise, I'd probably yeah. let her hitch home. Hey, uh, hitch. Well, good luck. I hope that, uh, I hope everything works out for you. Let's get over it. Let's get, uh, let's it's probably not going to work out, you know, yeah. like you said earlier. Oh, wait. This there's is a different half, time. Yeah, this Shit. is a different time, but she has to get home for court on Monday, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like, maybe you shouldn't have like gone that. to Woodstock. Yeah, well, fuck. Court then was different. Yeah, you're right. And it was one last party before she... One last experience before you got to go to court and deal with the yeah, man. Man. But, uh, do you man. Do you think? Do you think, lady? But, uh, yeah, it's like there's half a million people there. So you guys got separated during something. 
you should have been camped up somewhere or like you know you figure when you go in there if you get like a fucking slice of pizza at this place then you're probably going to meet at that place i think you would have just had to be like thinking outside the box right like if you would have known that you were coming to an event that big i think you would have just had to like prepare a little bit for it like for instance let's say let's say that uh we were going to woodstock today and there was no cell phones or communicable fucking devices there's just uh just your good old noggin yep and whatever whatever you could come up with that is just now, filled filled with the drugs mind you no, nowadays people at festivals use flags and signs and they bring to the shows they'll like they'll like blow up a picture of their favorite performer's face and they'll put it on a stick or something or a pole, you know, and they'll like hold it up at the show and it'll be like a sign of that dude's face while he's on stage or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, that's a good way to be seen in a crowd, right? Yeah. You know, like that's smart. That Having like? a certain like type of flag for whatever you like or whatever is like safe looking back here at Woodstock. It's like you got a fucking Jimi Hendrix flag or something. Look for the flag, dude. If you get lost, we're over here, man. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah. you know, or you could have used like uh, helium and some balloons. You could have tied certain colored balloons to your friends. Say, hey, if you get lost, man. I'll just look for the balloon. Your balloon. Yeah. It's like, you know? uh, because half a million people, there's no way that she's going to find her sister. Because I remember uh, the last, the festival that I went to, we showed up at night. And our cell phones didn't work. So we were out in the middle of nowhere, no cell phones. We had like, we went in in separate cars. So one car went in and then got directed all the way around. And then the other car went in and got directed somewhere else. And then it took us like fucking two hours to find each other in this pretty small area. Like the area wasn't that big. And we were just walking in circles around each other and couldn't find each other. And it became like a huge mission to get everyone together. And I yeah, want to say it, it took like and six half hours. a million people is different. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, that was only in fucking like maybe two thousand people. Yeah, and that's nuts. Yeah, know? it's like two K. Come on, man. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Basketball? Come on, playing a basketball game on Xbox? Yeah. On PlayStation Two? Two K? No. Half half a meal. Not son. today. Uh, <laughs> What are we? T- I think we're both just saying a bunch of random shit right now. Uh, no, man. I have a. I have a fresh clip from Jimi Hendrix closing out Woodstock. That is uh is super dope. It's powerful. It's iconic. We we played it recently, or was it on Ty Show when we did the musical draft? Yeah. This was the last song that you picked. Yeah, because America. Because there were America. probably 40,000 people left. He didn't seem to mind that a bit. When he did the Star Spangled Banner, and he was working on it in the house, I said, what do you want to do that for? I said, you know, we're anti-establishment, man. He said, no, no, I think this is going to work. The Star Spangled Banner turned into this amazing three minutes of music that talked about everything that had been going on in our lives for the last decade. The hair on the back of my neck stood up. You can hear all of the things that were going on in Vietnam in that music. You can hear the jets coming down. You can hear the 
the sound of, of people being strafed. You can hear the explosion of napalm. Seeing Jimmy on stage, I saw greatness that I had never seen. I mean, I saw greatness. And then it was over. That's crazy. It's like, imagine, imagine being there and seeing that, you know what I mean? And just like, everybody's faces were just like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, people are probably transformed and then heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you it know, is, man. It's it was sad, a crazy it's time. It's sad that, like, it's sad that people uh, had no, like, prior knowledge really to, like, what was going on, you know? People, people who didn't have, like, the advanced knowledge like we do on like what the shit actually does to you and like the process and like what you're doing yeah you know and like i don't know man it sucks it sucks you know because creative people always tend to be the ones that get trapped in the things like that and i don't understand it creative people are such strong-willed people but at the same time so susceptible to bullshit and so easily influenced by like others or fucking substances or whatever it is you know it's fucked up man yeah it's true it's a trap and you know it's crazy it's a life trap it's a lot of it's a lot of similarities with you know the way that the way that people are today and the way that the youth are and people that are you know young adults and transforming into adulthood and don't want to conform to you know, society standard. It's the same shit. It happens throughout the generations. So, you know, we see a lot of it today. We were talking about before that, you know, the new Woodstock has broken up into all the people that used to go to Woodstock go to Burning Man out in the desert. Yeah. And then all the new, you know, rebellious, different, you know, youth, young people that were at Woodstock in 1969 they all go to like EDM festivals and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, all... it's like the new generation started their own shit, really. And, and, and really, it's not even true because the guys who run it are old school dudes. <laughs> yeah. You know, the guy who runs EDC is the fucking old school cat. So, yeah, he know? just he did the same thing as, uh, as these businessmen. And he was like, man, these people are into this. I should probably capitalize on this. Yeah, take him out, man. He's doing it right. Get everyone together. Got the got the counterculture, and you know, got got the peace and love movement in their own, and just just in an electronic form now, you know. And it's it's like it's pretty legit, actually. Yeah, everybody needs somebody to love, and if you just provide a place to do it, you'll make money. So yeah, yeah you take, know, take the fucking hippie route. And yeah, it's a new thing. Place. And then the old hippies. Are all uh, are all at Burning Man, which is more of like an artistic thing. There's not even music performances there. There's music throughout. You know, people play music and shit, but it's mostly just people like twanging away on their fucking little sitars, all like. Dang, 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 they actually dang, are dang. buying like permanent property out there and starting like a little city for people to live out there um, all year long. That's crazy. In, be in between events and like preparing for events and shit and yeah, yeah. i don't know if you're sure. supposed to live out there all year long yeah well why not 
Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, well, uh, I say that I say that we start headed back to the present and say goodbye to Woodstock and all the beautiful, smelly hippies out here. I know. It's we love you. Bad. We love you, Woodstock. We hope that you. Uh, we hope that everything works out. <laughs> hope everything works out for you. It's a crazy yeah. time. It's a crazy time to be a young person. It's a great time. It's one of the best. Always. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. Pat Sajak. Bye, Pat Sajak. Bye, Woodstock. Yeah, Bye, hippies. Okay. We need to get this thing fucking looked at. Seriously. It shouldn't make that noise. It's like, something's wrong with it. Like, we fucking... We got a loose belt, or yeah. like a motherfucking, I don't know, like a rusty chain. Yeah, and it's not like it's yeah. not. Well, that's race. That's racist. What you just said, a rusty chain. Yeah. No, <laughs> got that. Me. Got that rusty chain. Let me lie, you people. Oh, guys, I fucking <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, shit. Tell uh, them. Tell them what. A, I'll tell you what a rusty chain is. I said chain. Oh, rusty chain. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a chain that's got rust on it. Yeah. But what were we saying before that? I totally <laughs> think that. Oh yeah, the uh, the time machine broken. Broken. Uh, we should really get it, you know, fixed because if you break down on the side of the road and your belt breaks, that's fine. But we can't just break down on the side of time space when we're like zooming yeah. through a wormhole. You know what I mean? And and just for the record, let me lie, you people. This shit's real. We're traveling through space and time for you. And risking yeah. our lives. Yeah, it's All a right? factual thing. Yeah, Greg got turned into a fucking donut monster. Inside out. It, ha- it happened. Yeah, go I back in the it. archive. Yeah, check <laughs> it out. Mm-hmm. It's a real that, thing. He melted. That reminds me, uh, I got I got a letter. Like an old school mail letter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it was at my house, in my personal residence. And it was from Craig. You remember him, our old executive? Nope. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, him and Greg were, like, uh, Greg died, and if we found out that him and Greg were actually together, and uh, Craig went down the deep end, and he told us in this letter, well, he told me that um, he's been seeing a psychiatrist trying to deal with his problems with Greg, and um, him and his psychiatrist think that we are actually to blame for Greg dying because of our playful, um, you know, stoners going through time for no legitimate reason just to, like, make fun of things and talk about stuff, and that uh, he shouldn't have even been there in the first place. It's not like it was, uh, like, actual, you know, um, substantial reason to be time-traveling. And it said something in the letter about, um, um, something about, like, you're, you will see the day. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> Pat and Nat will okay. pay. Well, it's clearly displayed inside of the time machine. It says, do not bring food or drinks. Or donuts. Inside with you. It even says yeah. donuts on it. Yeah. Don't do it. You yeah. know? I mean, it's not our fault. So if it's you fault. get melted. And that's what, donut, I, that's what I told the letter. I, I was like, hey, you know, tell Craig. I, did, I, I don't remember how mail works, so I just talked at it, and then I threw it away. But I was like, tell Craig that it's his own fault. We have the signs up for a reason, and, you know, we, told, we think about Greg all the time. 
we miss him and you know we wish the best for you and uh you know i think i think that's good that'll just take care of itself right now Eh, well, only time will tell. You know what I mean? We got hundreds of episodes to do, so he could pop up later and fucking try to murder us. That's yeah, we'll uh, that's what I'm trying to do, man. I'm trying to set it up. So, oh. yeah. So I'm going to edit oh. that last part out. All right, cool. Because I'm not trying to set anything up because I don't know what that means. But uh, Pat Nat got her back. Pat Nat got her back. <laughs> that's right. I heard. I actually heard that Pat Nat used to be uh, some sort of like secret military before they worked here. That's the chatter around the the scuttlebutt. Yeah, around this. I was gonna say water cooler, but whatever. Chatter around the scuttlebutt. That Pat and Nat were uh, some sort of secret service or secret agents, CIA operatives, something like that. I'm huh. getting a lot of mixed reviews, so huh. I don't know. Only time will tell. Yeah, we got hundreds of episodes to do. I'm just trying to set that up. You know what I mean? What else can we set up? Well, let me enlighten you people. <laughs> let me enlighten you people. Is that it? Do you have that's something it. to say? Or you just wanted to, to say that? That's it. Damn it. Well, um, Woodstock was, it was a crazy thing. It was a crazy festival and experience. And it went on all the way until the late 90s, early 2000s, something like that. Because yeah, I remember like, I remember like 99 was a big year for Woodstock. Does it still happen? Is Woodstock I don't know. still a thing? I'm, I'm sure it'll still. I'm sure it'll still happen. You think it still happens? I'm gonna see somebody. If, somebody out there will be trying to milk it somehow. Yeah, if anybody just buys the name, then you should be able to. Yeah, Woodstock 2016 tickets and lineup. Who's the lineup? Let's see. I'm gonna find out who the lineup is for Woodstock 2016 right now. <laughs> it's at woodstock.com Woodstock. No, Woodstock Yeah we are Hey what the hell is this No this is bullshot Bullshot <laughs> This is bullstock <laughs> oh, Wow shit. This is bullshock Bullshot. It's <laughs> <laughs> bullshot. Oh man. Only the second mistake I ever made. Um so so it says Woodstock tickets 2016. Go there. Woodstock, New York. And then um No, this is just the city of Woodstock. What? Yeah, so the Woodstock Music Festival is done, maybe. I don't no. know. I don't know, man. I don't think that there's a Woodstock anymore because I clicked on it, clicked on tickets, and then it gave me the lineup for 1969. Oh, shit. It's like I'm not in the summer of 69 anymore. These guys are selling fucking wolf time tickets. travel tickets. Yeah, they're selling wolf tickets to a fucking event in the past is what they're doing. And you're like, ooh. Yeah. Well, what, yeah. If you, what if you just buy stubs? It's probably just like, uh, wait a minute. You know what? This is a good idea. What we're going to do is we're going to start collecting stubs for Woodstock. And we're going to sell them on a fake website. And we'll just wait for people that went to Woodstock to die. And go and swoop in. You know what I mean? Before the family gets there. Rifle through all their things. And find the ticket stub. It's not go a down. taste, right? 
Scroll down to where it says Tim Harden. Don't tell me how to use my computer. And check out Dewey Cox. <laughs> uh, on what page? On the Woodstock lineup. The Woodstock lineup? Are you on are you on Woodstock.com? Dewey Cox. Come on, Dewey Cox. Now I gotta go back to it. We're just fucking surfing the web now. <laughs> We're just surfing Woodstock. No, mm-hmm. Everybody surf along at home. Let's see. Let's find this lineup. Dewey Cox. Where do I have to go? To where? Tim Harden. There he is. He's fucking Dewey Cox. That's fucking so dope. He's doing it right. Hey, we're going to take pictures right now. He's doing it right. He's doing it right. Yeah, that should be, that'll probably be the, uh, the artwork for the thing. It doesn't make it better if you whisper. <laughs> Damn interns coming in. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, well, we need a new batch of interns now. I know. Shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we'll have the picture of Dewey Cox in the link. Will we? Yeah. <laughs> that'll, be the, that'll be the picture of this episode. Woodstock. <laughs> oh, got it. It was fun. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. All right. Are you going to say your thing? What? You Natural there... habitat. No, at the end of at the end of every episode you go, "Peace, bitches." Are you going to are you going to do it? You say, "Peace, bitches," at the end of like you did it for like 100 episodes and now you're just going to act like you don't do it? Never heard of it. Natural habitat recordings. <laughs>